0: It's bigger than business, isn't Welcome everybody. It's it's Bigger Than Business Podcast. Um Manny Larcher I'm joined by Derek Grosso,
1: the founder of CYP. How are you doing, Derek? What's up? I'm doing all right weather's treating me well. We're getting, we're, you know, not in Columbus, not in Ohio today. The weather is going to be getting into the high 70s. I am in the, uh, the Florida, Northern, Northeast Florida region right now. Yeah. So this
0: is an interesting episode. We're two Ohio born, well, uh, Ohio bred uh, business yep. owners, uh, both, you know, doing business in Columbus for Derek over almost a decade
1: right now, or? Yeah, almost a decade. Actually, yeah, a decade and a half. I clocked in at 16 years in Columbus. Um, just last year in July. The years keep going. In July, it'll be the 17-year anniversary of the founding of CYP Club, but I've been, you know, an entrepreneur, creative, a connector for pretty much all my life. I've, I'm a middle child, and I'm a Libra, so I'm always in the middle trying to bring people together.
0: <laughs> I love it, and I'm a Scorpio, so, you know, I can see how we how we get along, and yep. congratulations, 16 years. Um, you yeah, know, we are we're in year five for Stopwatch Creative, and
1: that's a big year, by the way, when you get into those like milestones, five years, 10 years. Um, it's amazing uh, because some people don't last, you know, 18 months. I mean, no. They got a really cool idea and then kaput, unfortunately yeah. for some. And, and it's it's
0: a it's kind of like a momentum that ramps up at that time. And, you know, it's it's just consistency. And that's one of the things that I love about what you're yeah. doing you know, I've seen CYP rebrand. I've seen, you know, different people come to help. Um, why don't you talk a little bit about the, the impact? Because from my perspective, just seeing how you're able to connect people with jobs, really give yeah. them a platform to tell their story. You know, sometimes, you know, some of the things that, that I don't like um, is that, you know, our local media, the dispatch, the you know, certain things, it's, it's, it's very hard to get, you know, stories out there. So anytime yeah. I, I see independent publications that are highlighting those, you know, I mean, that's, that's why we created Collaborating. all they really, you know, inspired by things like that. So talk to us a little bit about the impact that you've had in Columbus that you've
1: seen in the
0: last, last since starting.
1: Yeah, since 2005. Um, so I'll throw out some numbers. The organization started Humble Beginnings. I moved to Columbus and knew one person. He wasn't from Columbus originally either. And just kind of saw an opportunity to connect people and meet meet people myself for business and for friendships, but also to get to know the city and to give back and to collaborate and elevate, right? Um, And so from those humble beginnings, um, the organization really springboarded over the number of years into now being over 30,000 members large just in central Ohio with uh, 21 to 45-year-olds Connecting the dots. And so we've got all these people. And over the course of, you know, 15, 16 years, we've we've had some ups and we've had some downs, just like any organization. But with the downs, you know, as any entrepreneur will tell you, uh, those are the things where you look at it and you say, okay, where can we learn from that? Where can we get better? Where can we always improve? And and to me, also when you're on the highs, that's also the opportunity where you can get better. Because, you know, if you're hitting your stride, that's not the time to rest. So for our perspective, impact in the community. We've given over $650,000 in cash to local causes by just hosting events over the years, fundraisers, beer gardens and some of our night markets, um, many fundraisers and and different opportunities for people to give. But then we've also contributed nearly two and a half million dollars of economic impact generally every year. I mean, that kind of goes up and down based off of what's going on. So that's job creation. That's us hosting an event at a small business or us bringing in people to Um, A new venue for one of our events, but at the same time, it's also getting people connected with, you know, apartments and MBA programs and job opportunities. So it's it's really been cool. And then in addition, Business First, as you mentioned, the media Business First, um, you know, recognizes corporate citizen awards each year. So for the last three years, we've been on the top ten list. And I think that this year we were like number seven or number eight of all the top one hundred companies in Columbus. I think Abercrombie Fitch was like just above us or just below us in terms of uh, in kind donations to nonprofits. We gave over $325,000 just in the last 12 months. And part of what we do is fundraise and get people connected, but some of it's also advising and connecting the dots and creating events where we can say, hey, it's easy for nonprofits to connect with our big network. But it's also, you know, for me, I give a lot of my time. Um, people can give time, talent, and treasure. And we try to do a little bit of, of all three, but our impact continues to grow. And I'll also say, because Manny, you're on not one, but two of our leadership teams. Um, and you've been through our Columbus Impact Academy, which is going to be celebrating uh, five years, I believe, this spring when we kick off our our, um, next class. We have a 15-week curriculum, and uh, we've graduated over 230 people, and this is a program that runs twice a year. There's a tuition, although we have scholarships. We try to bring people together to kind of solve community problems, but also to get to know and establish their sense of place and purpose, and so your help has allowed us to elevate those programs, not just you know, oh, when we started, it was like, let's do a happy hour. Let's connect people. Sure. We'd have 50, 100, 200 people. We're getting events where we have thousands of people, big night markets and dozens of people in these leadership cohorts and folks like yourself and specifically you, Manny, like being a part of it and like supporting us and just being friends. And I remember the first time we talked, which was probably probably like four years ago or so that we talked on the phone. We never met. And I just remember coming off that conversation. And again, the tip of the hat to you, I was just like, I like this guy like I don't know him I've heard some good things I know you said you're like I've heard some things about you we needed to talk and it was just that that mentality of collaborating and, and building people up and and you know building the community so I want to thank you for that because that also you know that fueled that fueled me too at that time but even now just a chance to talk with you so I know I'm going on I get excited right. about it I'm originally from New York so I, I talk fast <laughs> I'm also Italian so I'm giving you all the things little well, no, childhood Italian
0: I didn't even want to interrupt you. You said so many incredible things. You know, I love when you, if you're hitting your stride, that's not the time to slow down. You know, and I I love that. I love how you said that. And, um, you know, just the the Impact Academy, I could, I appreciate all the things you just said. You know, I met so many people. um, I, I was about to name drop, but just so many people from just being there. And, and again, it's, it's really that community, I think, know what you're building it's authentic you know it's um and and in my opinion there's really nothing like it so i always tell people look cyp i'm going to give you know neil collins as well Um, just that level of programming and putting you know that information out there is so helpful right you know i'm 33 years old right so literally i mean i remember seeing the City Pulse and Columbus Young Professionals as like, okay, look, I could do that. Like I could, you know, so it was very motivational. And, um, yeah. you know, that education is, is uh, you know, it's, it's gonna pay dividends in, in what you're doing,
1: you know, so. Um, and I think that's the way, you know, we want it to be. I think that's the way it's, it should be, you know, membership in the CYP club has always been free. And one of the reasons why is because we wanted it to be accessible. And so when people join the CIP club, yeah, it's for 20, 30, early 40 somethings, you know, whatever level in your career or on your path that you are, you can, you've come join us. You've lived in Columbus your whole life. You just moved here, just graduated from college. You have a new job. You've, you're, you're just looking for those opportunities. But then through that, it's not just about like continuing to, you know, engage with all the things we have. Cause we do have quite a lot from sports leagues to social events, to networking mixers and fundraisers. But you know, being able to bring people in from an organization like yours and then connect them with folks and then send them back out to say, okay, cool, like you found us. We're, we're kind of like a hub. And then we want to send you out um, to meet and connect with nonprofits and business associations and chambers and groups like Collaborate and Elevate. So, and also just to be aware because sometimes we're like, we've got our blinders. I've heard so many times that people who are part of the CYP club, but just in general, young professionals, right? We're all busy. And so you go to work, you come home, you go to work, you come home. And people will say something like, you know, I used to be so involved. Ah, oh, that used to be, you know, like, why aren't you now? Well, you know, I've got a lot of work and I come home. I don't really know the city well. I don't have the time. Aha. Well, maybe we can help you with that. If we can connect you with the right people, maybe they can help you take that to the next level or at the very least, you'll know what's out there. So that's the way I always like it to be is like, everybody's welcome. You have yeah. a sense of belonging. And we we always, you know, we strive to, to make that because it's not always, it's not always something that, that happens like right off the bat when you walk into a room and you feel yeah. like, Oh, who, are these my people? You know,
0: for so sure, we want that to be. And I love it. And you know, we're both right now in, in, in Florida in two different locations in Florida, but right? you know, we both love Ohio. We love the people of Ohio. Some of the things that Columbus says like test USA, right. Uh, there's a documentary that came out. It was very good. And, you know, I said all that to say it's because I, I think with what we're both collectively doing is really kind of building that community and that culture that is really missing in Columbus. You know, from traveling around, I see it's so many similarities between, you know, Columbus could be a, a little Atlanta in a way. And I think organizations like what we're doing is connecting, you know, just the community quicker because I, I think that's what we need. You know, I saw a report saying a billion people could come by 2050. Um, mm-hmm. I think that could happen quicker if anything, Yeah. right? I think if you look at the conditions, the cost of living, it's a great place to live. If you like to deal with the snow, it's
1: not a bad place to live, right? Right, so, yeah. Especially today, yeah. <laughs> with some flurries and some rain, yeah.
0: Yeah, it's like 24, I saw it. Um, but I just think that's that's important. I'm very passionate about, you know, really building that that community, that culture in, in Columbus. And then also I'll say too, uh, you know, that's why I said Test City, USA, because a lot of the businesses, right, they're, they're headquartered in Columbus, and essentially, you have a lot, you know, you have a lot of just, you know, business all around the country, really, uh, that can't happen right there from Columbus, Ohio. Yeah. Um, so, so, you know, talk a little bit about that, like, as far as, you know, what, what do you think, or, or from your viewpoint, you know, I'm very interested in, as far as what are the things that you think Columbus is, like, maybe missing, or what can we do to, Kind of
1: speed things up um, yeah. more so. I think, and this is one of the reasons when we launched the Impact Academy um, back in 2017 was, you know, I want people to be thinking bigger. I want people to be thinking of others, and so I really want um, people to be answering the the simple question of what if, like, like what what if we had this or what if we could do that, and there's no there's no reason why we can't dream, um, but then. you start to put the pieces together it's like okay we need to do this we need to do this and again you know um not to you know not to not to not to push push too hard on this but it's like it's all about collaboration i mean you know nobody nobody and, and i don't care who they are there's a lot of amazing people out there there's some great superstars athletes actors musicians um inventors like run the gamut right but nobody did it on their own we all have some people to thank whether it's our parents or mentors or business partners, or just people who inspire us, you know, spouses and, and kids and all that. So for me, it's it's something where um, all the businesses that have come together in the region and the CYP Club represents about a thousand of them. We have about, oh, 200 or so like business members and sponsors that support us financially. Um, anywhere from like small mom and pops to big companies that are HQ'd in Columbus, in addition to cities like City of Columbus, we work with very closely. They're very uh, supportive. We work with, um, you know, city of Grandview Heights on a number of initiatives. We work with Chambers of Commerce in Gahanna and in Hilliard. So like, we're really trying to be collaborate, bring people together because one of the things we don't have is a train or, you know, some, we have some cool, we have some great buses and Coda is a great organization, but we don't have a subway system. We don't have a light rail. We don't have like those things that you kind of expect. And so that's, you know, public transit is a big deal. Obviously there's a lot more to it than just saying, I wish we had, you know, a subway or an L train. But the reality is that without those things, you're, you're getting disconnected from the parts of the city where other people live or other businesses are or other restaurants are that you may have never ventured to. And so we get stuck in our bubbles, right? Some of them are suburban bubbles and some of them are downtown bubbles. And we're like, oh, you know, had this one friend who lived in the short north and I was living in Grandview. So for those in Central Ohio, you know, they're pretty much like adjacent. But yeah. this person, this friend of mine um, said to me, uh, you know, I, I was talking about the Ohio Tap House or the Ohio Tap Room. Uh, John Evans, great guy, entrepreneur, he converted like an old barbershop into a tap room and he's still doing it. he's kicking, he's kicking ASS in a number of places. So he's a real cool guy. And I was like, hey, you gotta check this place out. And she's like, yeah, I don't really want to go across the river. And I'm like, what river? <laughs> the tangi? What? Over the river? Like she's talking about like the Mississippi or something. I'm like, what, what are you talking about? And she was dead ass serious. So it was literally like she didn't want to leave the short north. And I understand that because, you know, sometimes I've lived in other parts of the city and you don't want to leave your bubble. But that's kind of the mentality that you need to, like, break out. You know, I laugh my ass off and I tell that story a lot because yeah. people get it are like, what? What are you talking about? Like the Oregon Trail? So wow. <laughs> yeah. but that's that's part of the mentality. Like we're, we're we're we want to stay in our comfort zone and that's OK. But I like to try to push people out a little bit. And a lot of the organizations that I've partnered with, and we've been very fortunate, we've had a lot of great collaborators, strategic alliances, organizations that have not just given us dollars and, and places to host our events, but people who've given us advice and have spoken, just like you have, um, and all of our all of our boardmen. We have about 100 uh, volunteers who are part of our Columbus Leadership Commission, um, as well as our um, Impact and Inclusion Advisory Board, and so we've really really revel in that. And I love it. And the fact of the matter is that those folks are helping just as much as, you know, I've got the vision or I have yeah. the ideas. So all that stuff helps. And it's a community. No, for
0: sure. And, you know, it, it takes a team and, and I could say you're one of the, you listen, you know, you take the time to listen to everyone and and apply these, you know, these thoughts and, and listening to the community. So I think that's, that's uh, truly, truly amazing. Um, you know, I know we're kind of Getting to the end of it here, um, you brought up a couple of things. I, I was looking at an article from Share Mobility that Ryan McManus recently came out. He's a transportation founder in Columbus. Yeah, sure. And I, I absolutely, you know, I think that's a huge need in in what in, in Columbus and just improving the way people can get around. Um, one of the cool things I love about in Miami right now is they have. Brightline, which is located here, so that was like the, yeah. loop, the Hyperloop. It got rebranded to Brightline, and I don't know if you know this. They're going to open up a train this year, and it's going yeah. to the time from Miami to Orlando in half. Um, and that—that's yeah. essentially that's going to be like the test, and
1: really the plan is to
0: like you know apply that around around America.
1: So, um, yeah. and then things like that, you know, autonomous shuttles and circulators. Like I think West Palm has something. I was in Portland. And they you know, just kind of like hop on, hop off, and they're sponsored by different businesses. And obviously, that takes a little bit of time, and there's obviously dollars. But um, you know, yeah, like things like that, where it's just like just start start a little smaller and kind of move people around because, understandably, it's for recreation. I lived in D.C. for eight years, and at the time, the metro system—I mean, I haven't been there a while, but it was it was efficient, it was clean, it was easy to get to the zoo or to get to the Capitol or get to wherever you need to be. Um, but at the same time you know, you also have to deal with that first mile, last mile situation, right? Where people are not necessarily like right off a stop. And so it's like, well, I don't have a car or maybe they don't have the means to get there. And so part of that is part of the public transit equation as well, but the reality is, is like, if, for me, it's like, if people don't see it, they think one of two things that there's nothing on the other side to get to because otherwise it's, it's like, you know, go back to that river Now, It's like, if there's a, if there's not a bridge over the river, it's like, well, nobody's traversed it. So there must not be something over there worth seeing. Or, you know, the other part of it is like, you know, well, um, you know, if, if it's not there, then it, it, it's just probably like somebody figured it out and they figured not to do it. And that's not necessarily the case. So, you know, kind of my my sentiment on that, but um, yeah. for what it's worth, right? Two cents. No, I mean,
0: and I think it's just remaining curious. I mean, like Columbus is filled with hidden gems, incredible f- food. So I, I think I saw a recent group uh, that start it's like the, the restaurant group and like they just meet up to to have dinner at different, um, spots, you know, yep. uh, especially with COVID and the pandemic, right. We have yeah. a lot of members that are, um, you know, restaurant owners, some give a shout out to Willoughby's Soul Veg, you know, everyone go check out that vegan spot. But, you know, the, I think the effects of the pandemic have, have obviously helped, you know, have hurt, um, every business, especially the food and industry business. So, um, yeah. you know, any like events, like, like what you're doing. So I'm just, Gonna you know, let, you know, thank you to, to, to everyone Derek, because you really, uh, you, you listen and you really support the businesses and, um, and just give them that platform, you know, for, in many cases for free. Right. So, yeah. um, a lot of people, again, paying it forward, um, you know, it's just, just really appreciate what you're doing. So if you're, if you uh, happen to come down to the Miami area, please, uh, you know, give me a ring, um,
1: but anyway, check it out. Yeah. You, you look like you got some, you, you look like you got your finger on the pulse there. So I'm definitely going to come and hang out. And, um, our mutual friend, I think, you know, Kevin Lloyd with mile make yes. it entertaining. So he and I, um, we're going to be connecting in Orlando, um, in uh, a couple days. Okay. And so, you know, we could, obviously it's, it's within a couple hours. So, um, make the trip, but I mean, you and I, we'll, yeah. we'll get get together. And especially now, because, you know, otherwise we'll be in, we'll be in the, this, the snow of, of, uh, the snow of central Ohio or whatever the, the, you know, however long, what is it? Uh, the, the groundhog says we have till we have spring. Oh uh, yeah. We,
0: uh, we probably got 60 more days or so. Or so um, I definitely plan on doing, you know, an event last year, we did a couple of rooftop events at Industrious that were really cool during the summer. And there's so many
1: new places too that like, I haven't even explored. And you're just like, wait, what's that place? Oh, how did that happen? And, and it's great. And you obviously have to support a lot of them. Um, and, okay. you know, at minimum, you're like, Hey, you, you got to eat. So might as well go out and check out some of these cool little venues
0: for sure for sure too and, and then another thing i'll say about columbus it's very interesting it's like you know we produce a lot of talent right and a lot of the talent ends up leaving and, yeah and that's why I, I i love um just even what we're both doing because it's to me it's it's constant there's you know i see so many young people doing incredible things in, in gaming and in, uh you know social media influencers in the city so um, you know, I'm very excited, you know, where, where it's going. You got Ohio State getting ready to open that Entrepreneurship Center. So I think yes. there's a lot of incredible things uh, that are happening. And um, yeah, just uh, tell Kevin, I said, what's up. I need to, to, uh, you know, re- reconnect uh, in there, but Derek, it's always great catching up with you. Uh, I'm going to give a big shout out to Danny Ortiz. who wasn't able to make it to this one. He's been traveling around, uh, but, you know, he said he wanted to, to say hello to you as well. And, um, and yes.
1: Yeah. Uh, any Any cool well, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll get together. Maybe we'll get together in Miami or uh, somewhere else. You know, we got uh, Naples. We got Tampa. You know, there's a, there's a bunch of options. Or we could you know head a little further north. We got uh, Savannah and Charleston coming up. So yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Keep me posted. Wherever
1: wherever it's warmer is. I think at this time of year especially. But yeah, wherever we can be, where we can all be together and like hang out and just vibe a little bit. You know. Yeah.
0: And Miami has a very good every Wednesday.
1: Uh, they, they have, there's a tech
0: event at uh, a bar in Wynwood, it's Wynwood's big art district. Yeah. So if you come, I, I really recommend coming on a Wednesday because I'll be able to introduce you to a lot of people. Um, yeah, totally. They're doing stuff. Um, but one thing I, I love about Miami tech scene, it's like really connected. Like there's WhatsApp groups, telegram groups, someone bought the Google sheets.com and it's literally just like events every single day. Right. Wow. So, um, it's a it's a very obviously the weather you know you want to go outside so yeah. you know um, anytime anytime you come up, I'd love to show you around the the community's been very very warming and receptive to I my- can
1: see yeah the the mayor's done a, a big call out for folks from Silicon Valley to Austin to kind of come to Miami and make that more or less like a tech hub of the southeast and um, maybe even just you know of the of the US and in the eastern seaboard but. Um, yeah, I mean, there's there's a, lot of stu- there's a lot of stuff and cool stuff going on. I, I definitely want to collaborate and elevate with you down there if I can. <laughs> oh, you will <laughs> try to put, try to sprinkle in the plugs.
0: Yeah. yeah, just you know, on a crypto. This, in my opinion, this is kind of where a lot of this stuff is 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 based. You brought up the mayor. The mayor's getting paid in Bitcoin right now. He does oh. a lot of donations uh, to to nonprofits in Bitcoin. Um, so yeah. it's a it, there's a lot going on in crypto. I was at uh, the North American Bitcoin Conference, and Mark Cuban was there. Um, and just for anyone listening, you know, Mark Cuban on the stage said, "You know, a new internet's getting created, and we're pretty much in 1997.
1: You know, so mm-hmm. no one's
0: late, right?" Web three, right? right now, yeah, we
1: we all have time,
0: you know. So I just.
1: Um, if you, if you, if you won't mind, I just heard a fun fact about crypto the other day. Do you, do you have a minute for it? A quick second. Yeah. So no, the first, yeah. so right now, I'm going to say I mentioned I'm, I'm, I'm in Jacksonville, um, Florida. And so I just found out that the first Bitcoin or the first crypto, maybe it was, I think it's Bitcoin, but the first crypto was spent in Jacksonville and they spent 10,000 Bitcoins on a couple of pizzas, which apparently would be worth like 50 million today if they would have held on to it. But <laughs> there was like this big news story and maybe it was like, Five years ago or 10 years whatever it was so that's what they told me so that's the story i'm sticking to it <laughs> a couple of pizzas you know but they must have been darn good i'm sure they hung on to some of that crypto for you know for purposes of future but that's what they said the first the first was spent here in jacksonville where i'm at right now so yeah
0: yeah and i can see a cyp, a CYP nft i
1: don't know if you thought about Oh, that. okay
0: you could have All a- right. really some, something some something
1: there. <laughs> I gotta learn a little bit more about my NFTs, but I'm sure you can you can help me with that, and we'll we'll talk. See, we got so much to talk about, and only fifteen sure. minutes to get it all in.
0: <laughs> well, I appreciate you, Gary. Thank you, Thank everyone, tuning in. It's bigger than business, and you all have a great weekend. Take care. You just listen to this Bigger Than Business podcast from Collaborate and Elevate what? plus the Wave. For more information, go to it's